brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, 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 Nashville. What's up, what's up, guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. We back, man. It's starting to get real fun around here with the Black Man Ventu podcast, pumping out episodes each and every week dedicated to black men and mental health. What's up, y'all? My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by June Book. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog, and it is another week of content. You know I say it all the time, but I say it because I don't take that for granted, man. I thank God for the grace and the mercy that he allows us to continue to put content out every week. Do you hear me? Every week, 112 weeks strong plus, man. And we still going, man. And we've had all kind of obstacles. We've had all kind of, um, I'm going to keep this politically correct. So we've had all kind of opposers that have come against us, man. But at the end of the day, we still standing, man. So I thank God for giving us the strength and the fortitude and, and being able to persevere through everything that we've dealt with. And maybe we'll do a podcast on that one day, man, just to share with people what we were dealing with in the midst of all the things that we were trying to do in putting out these con- this content in the last two years. But with that being said, hey, man, I was outside today, dude, and uh, I was thinking about a trip we took to Florida, man, and that's what the weather feels like today in Nashville. So I'm going to tell you, Nashville, take this for what it is because you know how it go around here. You saw it yesterday, didn't you? Storm in the morning, sunny in the afternoon, cool at night. That's how we do it in Nashville. So take it for what it is. It's fluttery weather right now. Take that and run, man, because that's what I'm going to do. And while you're doing that, hey, man, turn on this podcast. Share with somebody, man. Let somebody know what we're trying to do to contribute to our community. Black Man Ventu Rancher Weather Report, guys, by Leon Davis Jr., man. Um, guys, tap in with the podcast, yeah, man. man. We got a lot of stuff going on. I continue to remind you guys because God has blessed us to be the only black father and son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, sir. We have not been corrected yet, so we're going to keep saying it. But with that being said, man, super excited for today's guest, guys. By way of virtual, we have a guy all the way from New York. Y'all know, man, if a brother has a story, we're going to find a way to get to him. Shout out to my guy, Dorian Withrow Jr., a very, very uh, prominent advocate for mental health in his community. And um, y'all going to love this episode, man. Y'all going to love it. Check us out. Check this episode out. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Let us know how we can get better. We want to get better. We want to be better. And we can't do that without you. After this sponsorship segment break, we're going to get right into it. And, man, do this. Do this for us. Cast your vote for the Black Men Vent 2 at the Nashville Scene uh, website as being the best podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. We can't be the best unless you vote. Peace. That's it. Right after the sponsorship segment break, guys, we'll get right into it. Nashville, have you heard of Black Men Vent today? And just like that, man, just like that, we're back, we're back. Good morning to you guys, man. Good morning again. Another week, man. Mm-hmm. Another week. We back. The Black Man Vent 2 Podcast, the only black father and son podcast 
in Nashville, Tennessee, guys. Yep, yep, As yep, we yep. always say, man, why wouldn't you support something like this? Get on board. Come on, man. Tap in with us. We got a great episode for you guys today, man. By way of virtual, we are here today with a brother from New York, man. I oh, man. I know about the Big Apple a little bit. I, I, I've mm-hmm. been to Times Square. Um, I've seen them rats that look like dogs. So, so we just excited, man, to have a brother, man, to explain some of that stuff, but also get into the venting, man. The most important part of our podcast and our platform is that we bring a brother on here to share their story about how they overcame mental health and how they're using coping mechanisms to help another black man get through what they went through. Let's get into it, man. Presenting the sum, introducing the others. My good friend, Mr. Dorian Withrow. Junior, brother, how you doing, man? Yes, sir. Doing great. How are you doing, man? We good, man. We good. Just glad to have you, man. Um, just glad that you're here. And uh, share with our audience, man. Naturally, how you found our platform, if you don't mind, man. Just let our audience know how you found us, man. What compelled you, naturally, man, to try to try to bridge this gap? And then naturally, we'll get into everything, man. Who you are, where you're from, what you do, your books, so forth and so on. Yeah, I found the podcast through. I was I was looking through Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now, I do my random scrolls through to look at different things. Um, I haven't heard of Black Ben Venting before as a podcast, so I decided to click on a few episodes. I heard some interesting things from you know different people. You know, a basketball player. Um, some guys really doing some heavy stuff in the community, mm-hmm. and that it hit home for me because that's kind of what I'm involved in, and. Um, yeah, pretty much. So I'm here in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just I'm just here to be excited with you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. I Buffalo, New York, man. Yeah. We we we'll go anywhere. Yeah, man. We'll go anywhere, man. That's dope. That's one of the <laughs> things that we pride ourselves on, also, man. Is we're willing to travel to get a story, man. And we've traveled before, man. We've been out as far as Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, to get a show, man. Then we went. To Gallatin, uh, what is that? Uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. We, Mount Julie. we will travel, man. But even if we have to go this route, man, we're willing to do it for the story, man. Because your story, my story, stories are important, man. And stories is what helps us get to sometimes over barriers and obstacles in our lives, man. Just to hear that somebody else ran into that same obstacle or that same issue and that's how they made it through that's what helps us man so yeah man glad to have you man and looking forward to this conversation for sure let's get into it dorian man um to our audience our nashville audience man we may not know you we country down here so we may not know you uh let us know who dorian is what do you do your your family background man let's talk about your parents man siblings if you have them let's get into that type of candid uh conversation for our audience mother and father um, born and raised here in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They are, um, I got young parents. I have one younger brother. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's in college right now. He's doing his thing. He's doing football and doing very well with that. Right. I want to um, kind of give him a little bit of shine. He was working with an NFL player for a camp, doing a, um, a video program okay. for the summer. And mm-hmm. he made that connection. He's, he seemed he really likes him. He's doing well there. So I'm, I'm really awesome. excited for him. Awesome. He yeah, turned man. it around awesome. a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm an author right now. It's my entrepreneurial venture. I also do a regular job. I work with uh, people with disabilities. Mm, great. And um, 
Yeah, I, I do my community service work here and there. So right now I'm 23. I graduated college about last year, and I'll be heading to graduate school this fall for mental health counseling. Yes, sir. So starting that yeah. up. And, yeah, um, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Man, I done got excited just hearing your portfolio of where it's at right now, man. I'm excited, dude. Mm -hmm. Just to hear that you a young black man, 23, 23 years old, man, and working in the community, working with disabled folks, man, and then talking about going and getting some more education. Come on, man. That's the, that, that's the kind of 23-year-old brother, man. Not knocking no other 23-year-old brothers, but this is the type of model, man, we should be aspiring to achieve you know what i'm saying and 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 not even saying that to the point where saying do what you do but i'm just saying get on that road you know so just just get on that road man because i like that man and, and the fact that you let me ask you this because when you said it i was thinking about you man you sound like and you even look like an old soul man you don't look 23 you don't sound 23 so where is this wisdom and this aura of uh, been here before and done that where is that coming from man hop off the 16 passenger this is G5 no this not a challenger what's up Nashville peace to the city and peace to the planet man if you guys follow our platform the only platform that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Do you know by now we get into some advertisements, guys? Somebody has supported and invested in Black Man Venture. So you know we have to support and invest in their small business, man. Let's see who we got on today's BMVT advertisement break. The hashtag Detroit Baby himself. My boy Keevon, man. Much love to again the Detroit baby himself, man. He goes by many names, but the one name that everybody knows him in Nashville to be is Key Rapping, guys. K E W R A P P I N. What is he talking about, guys? Rapping cars all across these United States. Keevon has been rapping cars going on three years now and he says guys that he loves it he's done three major artists or major industry guys vehicles one of them being Tay Keith primetime producer graduate of MTSU and was his first customer at Key Rapping he also did a car rap for Chris Jones a former Tennessee Titans players and another Titans player as well. Guys, make sure you tap in with Key Rapping. K-E-W-R-A-P-P-I-N. Tap in, man. He'll wrap your car. He'll, he'll wrap your house if you need it. Tap in with my boy Keevon, man. Detroit baby. You can find him on Instagram at ke.gifted. That is ke.gifted. On Facebook at Key Rapping. K-E-W-R-A-P-P-I-N and on TikTok at Key Rapping. Y'all gotta tap in, man. I don't wanna give his cell phone out because I know we've been heard one time in 40 countries over two years. So I'm sure that my boy doesn't want his 
his cell phone spread it across 40 countries. But nonetheless, if you guys want your car wrap, tap in on Instagram, tap in on Facebook, tap in on TikTok with my boy, Detroit baby himself, Kevon Russell. Serious inquiries only. If you guys want to advertise your small business on Black Men Vent 2, please, please, please reach out to us at our email at blackmenvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. Let's get back into this episode. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about that, but no, I don't want to get too far into the things I might say later. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of um, fortunate, unpleasant experiences and good experiences. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of pleasant elders to be around to show me a lot of things, teach me very specific but um, key things to being a man and um, being mature mm-hmm. and, you know, just taking care of myself, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I attribute a lot of my, as I am now, old soul, you would say, to you know a lot of the elders I've had in my life in particular. I would mm-hmm. attribute that to my parents, but also my uh, my great grandmother. She yeah. was very important in my life. All right. And um, yeah. In a nutshell, I've had a lot of mentors too. So a lot of people in spurts of my life, time-wise, but they also gave me very important things. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, I tell you what, you did a good job of, of uh, retaining what they taught you, man, and, and acting it out. You know, sometimes we retain it. We receive stuff, but we don't apply it and use it in our lives, man. And I'm just appreciative that you're the type of young brother that's applying and using what you've heard, man. And, you know, maybe you can help us with this this question, man, because I believe asking my wife about this. And I'm not saying... When I say this, I'm saying it in a general statement, man. I'm not saying like individual-wise, but in general, we live in a society now, man, where what you said is not popular. It's not popular to sit around and be under some elders, man, and try to do like we used to do. We, let's go take it all the way back. Sit at the sit at the elders' feet. We don't like doing that no more, and we don't even like, man taking care of our elders when they get old man we want to push them to the side man and push them in old folk facilities and things of that nature man and then as far as the respect level for our our authoritative figures in our life the respect level for older people in our communities man where has that gone and is it a chance for it to be rekindled because I see it in you so I'm not saying again I'm saying it in general not saying it like like individual. How do we rekindle that, man? Um, you know, I, I think you know, I developing a bond and um sharing care for each other is a two way street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, our parents and grandparents are not everybody's situation is the same at home, but yeah. parents really build that bond with their children grandparents really build that bond with their children yes and the more positive mentor-like relationships that our elders can make with um you know the younger generation will Mm -hmm. only help that Mm -hmm. i was 
I had a young, my young mom, you know, she had me young and she had, uh, we was moving around a lot, having family watch me and my brother. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I was fortunate to be around a lot of my, um, great aunts and great uncles. I was fortunate around to be around my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. And that way I had access to them a lot more than probably somebody else, you know, usually would. Yeah. And yeah. from there I developed bonds. I developed a sense of, um, you know, just different aspects like my uncle, great uncle, you know, he was talking about just carrying himself or um I would be around my great aunts and then, you know, cooking or, you know, talking a certain way and all that. Mm-hmm. Um so those bonds are important. Forming those bonds, the younger with the older, it's it's very important. Yeah. And also so. instilling in the younger generation, you know the just being there for them. Mm-hmm. And providing for them intellectually and maybe monetarily, if that's mm-hmm. the case too. But mm-hmm. I like that. I like that too, man. I, I I wanted to ask you. I'm a I'm a turn the trajectory of the conversation a little bit. Talk about man, just the community in Buffalo. You know, just naturally. Again, we country. I'm from Nashville, so it's not a lot of people, man, that know about the demographics of culture in Buffalo, New York, man. So what are you seeing? You know, just amongst us, if you will, in your city? I see a lot of community. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, again, I say this all the time. Like you, you go to the basketball court, um, public parks, it's a lot of us having cookouts and enjoying yeah. ourselves. Okay. And, um, you know, you know, one spot we're doing, like, Zumba at a high school football field. There would be the art field city, too. It's very lively with... Um, visual arts we have a bunch of things going on like every month every week concerning our local artists especially us involving you know painting on the side of buildings mm-hmm. um, art festivals studios and shows and all that jazz mm-hmm. and um and we also have a problem too and part of it is you know taking care of the elders mm-hmm. and we need a stronger sense of community on top of the stuff we already have now I think that would improve. But that comes better with, you know, um, like looking out for one another, one another mm-hmm. and having more gatherings centered around our issues that we can improve, more gatherings to build bonds and relationships outside of the church. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I like that, man, because one thing you just said is so true people that go to church need to understand if they don't what they should that when you go to church it's not everything that you do in church supposed to be kept in church you go in church man to learn how to serve the community and how to bring others to a place of safety and security you know what I'm saying and make them feel like they're a part of something that's bigger than them you know what I'm saying that's what that should be the thing, man. But sometimes everything we do in church, we keep it in church, man, and we don't bring it outside and share it with nobody. But that's the opposite. Opposite. That's the objective is to go in, learn, be taught, then come out and share what you know and what you see that can help. But you're so right. We got to get outside them walls, man, and start um, reaching people that we feel like can't be reached. But we got to at least try. It, you know what I'm saying? So I'm agreeing with you, man, and I love to see 
I love to hear what you just said about your community, man, that y'all come together, have them cookouts, man. Hey, man, that's what I grew up in, man. Even though we country, we do that stuff down here, too. You know what I'm saying? And, man, yeah. the trip part about it, I was just talking about it just on, uh, we was talking about the 4th of just past 4th of July, man, that how me and my wife was riding around, and we didn't see nobody cooking out, man. We didn't see nobody didn't see no grills blazing, man. I'm like, what is this? What's going on, man? And even, I'm going to have to admit, even our family didn't get together and do things like we used to, man. So right. that's what I'm saying. Some of the, in other words, I was telling my wife this. We trying to pass the torch, but some people, some, some parts of the generation are putting the torch out. They don't want it. I don't want the torch. Don't pass it to me. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get somebody in our families, man, that's willing to pass on those traditions, those traditional stories. Talk about the uncle that used to get drunk all the time and fall out of. Talk about the granddaddy that had all the money, man, and he invested in farming and he made his money. You know, tell them stories. Tell them old things that got people to laughing at the cookout, man. We need somebody to share that type of stuff, man, with these next ones, man, so that they can see, like like you just said, so you can see your family, man, and see where you come from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think um, to, to sort of, like, combat that torch going out, again, like the elders getting, whether that be mom or dad or grandma, grandpa, mm-hmm. uncle, auntie, mm-hmm. having, just having the kids and everybody being involved in some way, shape, or form. Whether that be cooking at home and bringing something to pass there, or cooking there with youngers, with the elders, to have them, you know, whether they may like it or not, they can mm-hmm. at least. I grew up with this. This is the way we do things. It's just kind of what we did as a family. This is how families are run. Yes. Let's run with this. You know yes. what I mean? I think that'll. It's a lot of bonding and that connection that we need to foster and grow I think it's very important for family wise and even just community in general yes for sure yes for sure man yes sir. man again man just keeping this candid conversation going man um naturally again being in Buffalo New York like you said it seems like it's a pretty diverse city and stuff like that man how is it looking just in terms of uh I'm always interested man and it happens in every city uh you're black on black crime you know naturally man some cities more than not and just on our show, man, we just we just highlight different things that are going on, again, that challenges this part of you, right? Your brain, man. So talk to us, man, just about, you know, the, the violence in, in, in Buffalo, man. Is there a lot? Is it not too much compared to other cities like your your Manhattans or your, um, you know, uh, other city, major cities in New York? Or, or, yeah, just even cities like that, man. How's, how's that demographic looking in Buffalo? Not too crazy. We got our issues like anywhere else. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we. I think the recent thing now was like the Kia boys, this whole taking cars thing. It's um. Yeah, the Kia boys. I want to give too much yeah. light to them, but you know, so the crime aspect. I'm I'm not the heaviest on knowledge of how to combat that, but it's a lot of economics, right. and right. essentially what you guys are doing. Right, providing an outlet for these young guys to kind of like uh, express their emotional states, uh, release some of that, and um, that's good. That's in my personal life. That's what I strive for, and even with the books sure. and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, crime is 
it happens everywhere true and it happens among all groups and we gotta work to some solutions and one of them is you know what you guys are doing so providing mm-hmm. the space to release some of that negative energy and um dealing with these environments that aren't conducive to growth um becoming better and um getting out of these states of uh just disparity you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah man uh, as we continue man to move on man um, again bro just thank you man for naturally being a part of the show I want to talk more about your parents man I just think for you to be 23 years old it's something that your mom and dad did right so I just want to know we just want to know man talk about your parents yeah. uh, demographic man yeah. you're not finding 23 year old guys that are writing books that are, you know, just as, as even killed as you are, man. So so talk about, just if you don't mind, man, giving a shout out to your folks, man. What is it in them that makes Dorian Dorian, man? Like, how how, how is it? Oh, my mother and father, they, uh, it was a long road. They, being young parents, they did what they knew best and to their best. Mm-hmm. My mother and father, they, um, they each have different aspects of them that is very positive. They got some things they can work on. But highlighting the positive aspects of them, they wanted the best for me and my brother. Yeah. And I think the even more important part is um, putting me in position to explore and do different things. And that way I was able to find my talents and find my strengths. But also like I was talking about earlier, being presented in front of these men of different backgrounds to help me become so well-rounded in um, my thinking and the way I kind of approach life. So I attribute a lot of my... um, what makes me me to them putting me in position to, you know, be myself, explore, try different things. And I can um, talk about more about my... uh, what they had me involved in. Um, if we got time, I don't know how much. But man, we yeah. good. We good, bro. We good. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I think uh, a lot of people don't know this. I used to um, dance. Oh, Not, very Not very good. Not very good. So I was in a program um, like Jack and Jill of America, and I think yeah, it was that. So we I had to do a West African dance. And I had to perform that for the rites of passage ceremony we had um, for the young men in the group. So rites of passage is like, you know, becoming a man. That's part mm-hmm. of also mm-hmm. my development is making that transition from teen to an adult. You know, having that distinction and that distinction not necessarily be crime related. You know, I, don't, I didn't become a man because of this or because of some negative aspect or a very beautiful aspect of having a child or something like that. Right. Um, right. But anyway, so I, I've had experiences of, you know, learning dances. I've, I've learned that I'm not very good at them, but I enjoyed the music. Yeah. And I, I had to do an urban ballroom dance with my mother for one of the, um, for a gala that we had for the program. Man, that's wow. cool. Yeah. And uh, we did, I was, uh, I forgot how it happened, but I was doing um like a small dancing with the stars thing in the city. It was some of the council members and, um, people from various backgrounds doing the dances but it was kind of like a backup dancer I was mm-hmm. I was we were doing like a South African boot dance mm-hmm. and I'm 
I, I enjoyed that too. But in these spaces, I've also built bonds with people and got to know them very personally. Had time with them to learn them and learn um, different aspects of people, different backgrounds. I got to make a connection in a way that's outside of um, usual, I would say. Some of the um, you know, typical things like school or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think so. Experiences like that, um, exploring different things, that's just kind of one aspect of the things I was involved in due to my mother and father. But, yeah. Man, Man they, I like that. I like that. It, uh, we can't find no footage for that, that video you dancing, can we? Oh, um, <laughs> my mother might have something. My mother yeah. might have something. I oh, think man. So. I'm tell her to send it to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Type the episode up, man. That'd be nice to get about a 10-second clip of you on the ballroom floor, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll see what you got. I'll see what you got. Yes, sir. <laughs> That'll be cool, man. Yeah, man. But, man, before we get off into the next side of the show, man, when we're going to talk about your books, man, and, and your venting whatever, man, I heard you say you don't have any kids. So let me throw this out there, man, just in case these sisters, man, are going to be listening to this, man. Do you have any love interests right now? I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, sisters, so it's over. Because they're going to be like, man, he all that way yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I've actually, um, you brought that up. We have a fatherhood program here in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I'm sending y'all. I'm gonna send you guys the link to that too. I gotta find it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. It teaches. It helps young fathers in our community kind of help become fathers. I've taken classes with them. I've taken like um, little seminars, if you will. They have conferences every year. So mm-hmm. I don't forget what it's called. But so mm-hmm. what they do is essentially provide services to fathers to help teach um, what fatherhood is like. They have yeah. a bunch of men already been through it going through it on their way um not on their way like myself but yeah yeah you know and they they provide this space and outlet to release kind of we also talk about those traumas and um troubles that we've had growing mm-hmm. up and how mm-hmm. they play out into our parenting mm-hmm. how they play into our relationships with the mother right and we also talk about just kind of just releasing some of that negative energy. You know, if you yes. give men in the room cry and yes. kind of just like talk about the stuff that they wouldn't normally bring up to their friends or anybody. You know, I, I mean? love that. So we, we have that here in Buffalo too. I've um I got an email from there earlier about a about um sometimes mm-hmm. they get popping up the classes and all that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's for I want to pitch that into the ear of any listener too. If you got that around you, just search. But you know, even if you don't find the people that have been through it you know mm-hmm. what I mean? find mm-hmm. people that have like done or been in your shoes or something very similar mm-hmm. and you'll get some different type of uh, insight to help you kind of overcome and nav- navigate you know yes sir yeah, hey, please give yeah. us that information yeah, man please, um, we would love to yes. uh, yeah. reach out man to those guys whoever yeah. you know is the head yeah. honcho if you will of that program man mm-hmm. um Dorian, as you see, man, you found us in New York, bro. You know, so it just shows, man, that God is good. But it also shows, man, that we really, really, as black men, need some type of platform to just talk our stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, with no restrictions, with no issues, with no barriers. 
because uh, we often say that venting, when you think about the word, what vent means, it has no ceiling, right? Like it has no cap, you know? So so we allow, I guess, or anybody for that matter, to go above and beyond, especially when you're talking about some stuff that you've been through, man. A lot of times, trauma, you can't put a cap on trauma, man. You may have to scream or cry or yell or whatever it takes, man, to really have that release as a black man. So hopefully, man... That's what we do, man, and hopefully we can share that same type of uh, same type of thing with the guys up in Buffalo too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I'm liking that thing about helping young fathers, man, because sometimes brothers, man, get in situations where they wasn't trying to be a father, man, but they want to do right by their child and they want to do the best they can and they just don't know what to do man and it's good that y'all have a program up there man that will kind of like you said earlier navigate them through this so when you send us that link man i'm gonna check it out because if we don't have anything like that around here man we might that might be something we need to jump off into man talking about the ministries outside of the walls of the church that's one that's one right there man yes yeah Dorian, man, quick commercial break. Hey, man, guys, you know how we rock, man, with our show, the second half. We're going to let Dorian take the mic, and we probably ain't going to say nothing else until he's done. So with that being said, man, let's get into the second half of this episode. We'll get to learn who this brother is. We'll get to learn his venting story, and we'll get to learn some of the ways that he was able to overcome all of his mental health struggles and be able to write all these books that he done wrote, which we also will hear about in the next segment, man. Let's get into it right after this commercial break. We'll get back. Hey, good job, man. Thank you, Dorian. We're going to take today's commercial break to just enlighten you guys on a couple of things to look forward to from Black Men Vent 2. First things first, guys, we have entered in the competition with the Nashville scene of being the best podcast in 2023. Guys, it goes without saying, we are the only black father and son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. Take some time and go to the description of today's episode and vote. Black Men Vent 2 for the best podcast of Nashville in 2023. Again, sponsored by the Nashville Scene. For more than 35 years, the Nashville Scene's Best of Nashville has been a celebration of the people, places, and things that make Music City a great place to live. From our Readers' Polls Awards to our Writers' Choices Picks of the City, no issue better captures the best of the city than best of Nashville. The voting for our polls starts Monday, July the 31st. So we've already passed that date, guys. And the date ending of the polls will be August the 31st of this year. Guys, we need your vote. We need your vote, man. We know we the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. But we need a little help, guys. Click the link in the episode description, follow along, and go vote Black Man Vent 2 as the best podcast in Nashville, Tennessee, sponsored again by the Nashville scene. Guys, stay tapped in with us. We have a lot more to look forward to 
throughout the rest of this year. Two major series that we're going to drop real soon will be co-parenting conspiracies as well as financial literacy. The Black Men Vitu podcast will host guests that will vent about co-parenting conspiracies and we will host guests that will vent about creating and having financial literacy in our culture. Tap in, man. We're the best podcast out. What you waiting on, guys? Black Men Vent 2. Let's get back into today's episode. We back, we back, we back. Yo, what's up, y'all? Good morning, man. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. If you guys are just now joining us, as I always say, something's wrong with you, man. We got a great, great guest with us today, gracing us from Buffalo, New York. I would never be living in New York because it's too cold up there. But my guy's up there, Mr. Dorian, and we got him on the show and are super excited to have him on the Black Men Vento Podcast, man. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, man. We here. Let's get into the story, man. Our audience, Dorian, is waiting to hear your story. We're, We're eager, man, to hear your testimony about how you've overcame and how you're overcoming through life today, man. Dorian, what would you like to vent about today on Black Men Vent 2? I would say uh, I want to touch on coping with environments or negative aspects of environments. So we we face a lot of troubles. um, You know, the violence in our community, whether that be gun or physical, verbal. I don't think we talk about verbal enough. And dealing with academics. Um, mm-hmm. maybe not performing as well as you desire or any other space in addition to our relationships so I want to speak to each of those and the negative aspects in them maybe more generally as opposed to being specific but mm-hmm. I want to talk about some ways to more so overcome a lot of those in the academic sense I I've had troubles in academic, I, you know, who has it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're trying your hardest, you're trying to get there, you're doing the best you can, and it's just like falling apart, it's like going downhill. Um, for me, I had taken a statistics class, and mm-hmm. I was trying my best, but it was it just wasn't kicking for me. And I, I met with the professor one time before an exam or shortly after one, and I was trying to figure out what went wrong. And then my mind is just zoning out because I'm like, you know, when you're doing bad, you just can't think about anything else. And you're trying to like, well, how am I going to get this grade up? And you're just thinking bad right. about yourself and all that. I ended up, right. I broke down and cried a little bit in front of the professor. I, I said, okay. And I walked out. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Seeking help is essential to overcoming and breaking down your issues, breaking down your problems, whatever you're facing. Part of my troubles in academics was my pride. I didn't want to go to t- mm. tutor. I didn't want to go to get help. I didn't want to go to see anybody. Like, I got this. I, I can study my way out of this. I can, you know, video my way out of this. I can kind of do whatever. But uh, don't let 
your pride get in the way of finding somebody or a couple people to help you overcome your issues community violence um in the academic sense or just generally you know it's harder to focus you know you're around you're seeing this that and the third all the time hearing about this that and the third all the time I think what's essential for anybody I talked about mentors earlier but finding this person that can really help you in your life right like this person that's very key to you know this go to for me and this person that gives love to my uncle my great uncle um, you know whenever I saw him he spoke love and life into me you know he was a self-esteem booster he was this person that you know no matter what first it was love hug you growing up so fast you know I love you boy what you been up to you know how you doing you got so big strong beautiful Mm -hmm. you know my mom will be very proud you know I'm very proud of what you're doing and what you've done I want you to keep it up yeah you're gonna be the president one day I don't know if I was gonna be the president but he you know he he had faith so (laughs) you know what I mean yeah (laughs) having that person having that person is so vital when you got constant negativity around you when you got maybe it could be a mother or father talking down to you it could be you decided to be in this friend group and they're not necessarily the most positive people to be around for your self thinking and self esteem or thinking about others also get involved in activities I think one of the most the best and positive thing my parents had done for me is get me involved in things. So I was talking to you guys about snowboarding earlier, right? Um, yes. I'd never done it before. I tell you, I, I felt like 99% of the time I made it down the hill once successfully. It was a bunny hill. Getting roses and my legs were sore, but I was I loved it. Um, and, uh, mm. you know, try to get new experiences where you can, if possible. And I, I believe it's always possible, but engage in something that can kind of help you escape the world um, physically mm-hmm. and mentally, or it's kind of just you're engaged in something and, you know, you're in flow and like you just don't notice. Like it's, it'd be, you know, 5.11 right now and then it's, you know, 7 o'clock in no time. And uh, I got in more martial arts and I feel like that, it provided me that, right? Mm-hmm. Being involved in martial arts, I'm in the class or I'm, practicing after and I'm just doing I'm trying to achieve I'm trying to get better there's always something to work at I'm trying to overcome but while I'm there it's just like the whole world disappears Mm. like like everything outside of the door doesn't exist right now no matter how bad the grade was or the relationship was going no matter how bad um, you may be dealing with grief right now but being in that space it just like the everything else outside stops it's like going on vacation you know what I mean mm-hmm. if you're fortunate enough to be on a vacation and it's kind of you're in a new space you're somewhere different you're not even thinking about home really when you're doing something you love you're not really thinking about the troubles you're not really thinking about um, what's negative to come and um in regards to relationships I would like to say for us I feel like we deal with a lot of I would say conflict resolution we, we have trouble with that 
communication, we can be better with it. Yo, 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 Nashville. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. Super excited again to bring you guys another episode of Black Men Vent 2. If you guys follow our platform regularly, then you know right about now we get into what is called the BNBT Black News Weekly segment. What is going on in Nashville that is blackity, blackity, black? And even if it's not a cultural-led event, what's going on in Nashville that you can be a part of? Let's check it out. We want to dedicate today's BNVT Black News Weekly segment to the We Win Festival, guys. We have been promoting and promoting them throughout the last three or four weeks and the date is getting closer and closer. August the 26th, guys, Saturday, August the 26th from noon to 6 at Hadley Park, the We Worship in Nashville Festival will be held, 1037 28th Avenue North. It's almost here, guys. Let's check it out. Get ready to be blessed in the city. The We Win Festival is a free public event designed to bring the community together through gospel music, live entertainment, on-site vendors, fellowship, outreach, and family fun activities. The primary goal of this event is to revitalize the city by bringing everyone together regardless of cultural backgrounds. It is also designed to give, black, give back to students and families through educational resources and opportunities. We Win is purposed to worship God on one accord while bringing together people of all ages through family-friendly entertainment. Guys, this is a music festival like no other. We're talking about free back-to-school haircuts, a laptop and scholarship giveaway. Yes, guys, the Powerhouse Nashville booth is going to offer a $500 scholarship and, again, a laptop giveaway. We're talking about free backpacks filled with supplies and more. Even a concert, guys, from some of the top gospel artists in the United States. Destiny Austin, Byron Harvey, Kimberly Thomas, the Volunteer State Mass Choir, and more. For more information, click the link in our episode description to find out more about the We Win Festival. Let's get back into the episode. Understanding each other, I think, is the most key, and really examining each other is it's essential. You know, because when we understand each other, we become better able to approach communication topics, approach um, talking to somebody. You know, is, is this person volatile? When this certain word comes up or this topic comes up, can we figure out a way to do that? There, when I went to Baltimore, actually, there was a there was a, I think it's called a mediator. So you mediator. sit down with this person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we sit down with this person and um, I wish I could plug them in. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They're in Baltimore. But they, you know, they sit down, they kind of facilitate the conversation and keep it peaceful. They keep it, um, they keep it pure though too, you know. If cursors right. need to come out, you need to express yourself. You got to do that. They're not going to restrict you. But they, um, they allow that environment for communication to kind of thrive without 
it getting too escalated or too heavy but it also keeps it to where it's like okay i'm gonna let you talk no matter how bad the negativity coming toward me towards me is i can still absorb that and like okay let's work through this as opposed to escalating it and getting you know yeah. worse now i from in my books i would like to talk about reflection so reflection of vulnerability uh, I'm going to focus on reflection really now. So, reflection. Are you examining yourself? Like, are, are you aware of your behaviors, the way you think, your words, your actions, and how they're influencing somebody else? Are you aware of how you're, you're just, you know, you're standing? Are you aware of your facial expressions? Reflection is a class that you take and you can take every day. Reflection is free. It is a very hard class at times, but it is a class yes. necessary for fostering and maintaining connections. Yes. But if we're not self-aware or reflective of how we're coming off to somebody or approaching certain things, then sure. we lack understanding of ourselves and therefore others. So reflection, I think, is very key to you know maintaining our bonds improving in any sense academically or physically um emotionally like you gotta really sit down with yourself and kind of just go to war a little bit ask yourself questions why am i doing this what is the cause and what are some ways you can fix it like it's, it's not just you know i got a problem and leave it at that i am as i am and nothing will change i, I don't promote that if you don't mind me asking you brother i just wanted to, to stop you real quick to kind of highlight more of what you just said why don't we as black men look at the man in the mirror what 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 fears do you think we have of of like you said sitting ourselves down reflection. and be like reflection like you yeah. said man that you you said a lot man and i just want to unpack a couple things man you, yeah. you talked about reflection you talked about relationships and just how important it is, man, to just have that bond. You know what I'm saying? Just that bond with someone. Um, you mentioned your mentors, man. And I, I think that's great that you had a select group of men that were able to um, not take the position of your father, but still add value to that. You know what I mean? So talk about, man, why is the black man, why are we scared to look in the mirror, man? What, what is it about that? I think it depends on what we are willing to revisit you know in terms of the causes and the whys um rape molestation robbery murder it'd be something lighter just you know bullying in a sense it depends on who you're asking um so when it comes to our troubles it's not easy to always like you don't want to see yourself as the bad guy you don't want to see yourself as the troubled one you don't want to see yourself in a certain way and it, it hurts it hurts a bit when you reflect because it's mm-hmm. like you know i i gotta change i gotta do something i gotta become better right i think that's why you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we can get past that by becoming more vulnerable right um, what does that look like i want to pose some incremental steps to kind of becoming more vulnerable mm-hmm. go for it Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for me, for me, um, what I hear a lot of is for vulnerability. In a sense, you know, for us, it's like you know, I don't want to 
be looked at in a funny way. I don't want nobody saying nothing crazy to me. If I, somebody says something after I say this, I'm gonna, you know, get mad and this, then the third. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to. It's just this fear aspect of receiving negative feedback from me, exposing myself in a pure sense, emotionally. Incrementally, we become vulnerable through finding this person or people that are safe. They're yes. going to listen. They're going to be responsive. It's, it's nothing worse than having, you know, you're talking and then it's like, well, you're trying to get some feedback, but, you know, you got nothing to provide it back. Right. Or they got something not so progressive to provide anyway. You get right. somebody with something filled in their head. Mm-hmm. So having this person, I think that's very, that's step one. Going very light with being vulnerable. I didn't hold the door open for this lady <laughs> on that basic level. Mm-hmm. I, um, some of the things you're light, lightly shamed to admit and it, I think it's key to get over that shame and that'll help reflection and that'll help vulnerability yes sir so build up to the most vulnerable the most troubling thing you've been through you can kind of make that stairway or um, ladder up to you know when I was 7 this happened when I was 15 I went through this we can get to that point you find this person that can provide something responsive like productive in their response and uh, have them listen um, and not necessarily and I think this is most important not promote bad habits not promote detrimental substances and such and I, I, I had a bit of a battle with that too because um, not necessarily in this sense but battle with like stopping using certain things or using certain things to cope mm-hmm. if if whatever it's alcohol I don't want to say promote it but if that's what's keeping you afloat also still seek help if that's what's kind of keeping you from going on the deep end right. um, self harm and harming somebody else mm-hmm. still get help still get to that point work at that to really become a better person where that substance is not key to overcoming your troubles for sure I like for it sure. man I for like sure. it um, in a nutshell that's what I got for you in the, in the venting yeah. aspect oh man yeah that's good hey man no, I'm, lo- good. Hey, I'm loving every piece of that man and I'm liking the fact that you're still incorporating the fact that if a man needs help put your pi- put your pride down brother and go ahead and get the help that you need, man, because you're not the only brother out there that needs this type, this type of help. You'll find out once you start aligning yourself with people that can help you, you'll find out you're not the only one that's doing this, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, there's some, what's my boy, uh, J. Cole, pride is the devil. Yeah, thank you, you know gotta man? hold on me. Yeah, yeah, pride <laughs> is the devil, man. We yeah. gotta get away from that, man. So you're exactly right. And, I, and again, I just can't, it's still, it's not baffling me because I know his brothers out there like yourself, but I, it's refreshing to hear a 23-year-old man put out this type of wisdom, man. It sounds like something I'd be saying, you know what I'm saying? But he put out that type of wisdom, man. I appreciate that, man. I just hope that brothers are listening to this to understand that it can be done. You know, sometimes I think we get to the point where we think we just can't do it or that type of life is not for me. But it is for you, brother. And you can do it, man. So like you said, we need people like your uncle, man, 
is always speaking those words of affirmation, man, those words of encouragement to, 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 to help us to understand, man, that we are valuable and that we are seen, man, and that somebody appreciates us, you know what I'm saying? We got to do that, and check this out, we got to do that for each other, man. We got to do that for yeah. each other, man, you know. That's the reason we try to call ourselves, you know, another nickname we call ourselves, we call ourselves the Poor Man's Podcast. Mm -hmm. The 9 to 5 brother, man, that ain't nobody listening to you, amen. Yeah. Hook up with us, dog, we'll listen to you. Dorian, man, let's let's get into your books, man. Oh, I, man, I yeah. dare not. Yeah, man. Please, please. I dare not end this episode yeah, without talking yeah. about, man, how profound of an author you are, man. Yeah. Make sure you uh just educate us, man. What's the inspiration behind all of the books? And then uh give how us how many some, books? Yeah, give us some feedback on how many. Let's get into that. I have four. I have the first one I co-authored. It's Speak, Young Brown People Speak. We are listening. It is by an author named Alberta Lampkins. She helped me self-publish my first self-published book. Mm -hmm. And I used that and I ran with it. Alberta Lampkins, um, I give praise to her. I want to do this first because um, she, with her, I, I don't really know, but you know, she, she was this person that really like helped me elevate in a sense. She helped me, you know, become self-sufficient and um, publishing my own literature so she allows me to kind of or she helped me kind of do something like this right mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so i want to say i want to put that out there first and um so i got my three other books thoughts of creativity king 114 realities that is my first self-published book mm. my second is wisdom 45 advice <laughs> my uh, third self-published book. Now I'm, I'm talking about self-published, and I'm talking about co-authored one, so that I keep that a little separate. Mm -hmm. um, my third self-published book was um, "Conversations You Need," and that came out last month. It was in June. Mm -hmm. um, so they're all regarding. Well, my self-published ones are regarding um, self-development, self, growth, personal growth. Mm-hmm. And um, so with each of those, they're a little bit different. The first one's a poetry book and mm -hmm. a short story book. It has like haikus and free verse spoken word in it, illustrations mm -hmm. from an artist. Uh, Wisdom 45 Vice, more essay based. Mm -hmm. um, a local artist had done some drawings. So I like to keep the business within the community too. If I can find artists that draw for yes. me, yes, sir. I'll let them do that. Um, that's a self help book too. Uh, conversations you need i wanted a different spin on this one as well so it's more of a dialogue based book mm -hmm. if you were to read like a text message almost that's the way it would look down so mm -hmm. i wanted to give for people that don't normally read a different approach to looking at a book and wow. i try to do that for all of them i wanted to make it uh, a unique experience to like look at these books make it relatable to them and also yeah. provide that message that they would need for um, you know, overcoming their troubles. Yes, indeed. Now I make these books so that you know it's I, my mind is always going, mm -hmm. and it's easier to you know write when you got a got a you know twenty four hour just kind of ideas flowing and all that. And um, it's just like I want to be able to help people navigate their troubles that I went through and navigate these environments that. In different aspects of their environments so that they can kind of just you know 
do what I did almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that came from the worst place. I'm not saying I came from, you know, worst of the worst. Right. But I've had my share. And I think that, like, reading these books will help them think about things differently. It's about perspective. It's about the way they think about things. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they'll make changes and, um, you know, make perspectives that allow them to progress much more in their endeavors, whatever they be. Mm-hmm. Man, I like that, man. That's good. Uh, yes, that's good. I, it's, it's inspirational, man, because again, yes, you, you're, in, you're in martial arts, which I think is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you're in the, it was the Jack and Jill program, I think you said yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in a couple of programs. I was um, Jack yes, and Jill of America, Leadership Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's another good program for like entrepreneurial things and you know, different experiences like how to dinner etiquette, dressing, and mm-hmm. being professional and all that jazz. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I was youth of the year for Boys and Girls Club one year, so it was a lot of speaking. Ah. I think that was kind of my start for you know developing um, speaking engagements and yeah. having mm-hmm. uh, talking and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, man. I attribute that to my parents. Yeah, man. Just just shout out to your parents, naturally, man, because again, man, it, it seems to us just by meeting you for the time that we just met you, man, yeah, man. that you really are just an upstanding brother, man. Yes. You know, with your martial arts that you're doing, man, and the 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 reason why you did that, you know, you explained that well in terms of how you got into that endeavor. Then you're talking about, man, just your venting piece, man, talking about relationships, reflecting, and just getting off into how you use both to kind of get you the way you are today, man. Mm-hmm. Four books, bro, at 23. Yeah. yeah hey, man. Kudos. Like, dude, seriously, yeah, man. Kudos, I don't know if anybody's man. told you that, man, yeah, but man. but damn good job, bro. Yeah, seriously. Man. Kudos to to you, man, as a young brother. And and uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're going to... and You've already inspired us from this short conversation. This within this hour, man. So yeah. I know you're going to continue to inspire people, man. But let me ask you this. Where can your books be found? Do they find them on Amazon or, you know, what, how, how can we get, uh, you know, get, get, uh, get to buy your books? Uh, my website, dswjr.com. Okay. dswjr.com. Um, you'll be able to see everything at my services. So help people learn the self-publishing process. They yeah. get all the information and resources necessary all in one shot you ain't gotta spend a bunch on a college course or you know go through the struggles i had to so you can make that happen and um, i also provide healing circles Mm -hmm. so again a safe space to talk and build relationships Mm -hmm. talk about community troubles and some ways to navigate that yes sir my books are there as well you click on the links they're blue and you'll be able to it'll just direct you towards a slew of other links barnes and nobles amazon and um Goodreads, a couple other, it's all there. Man, I love, I love it, man. Yeah. Let me ask you about this last book, man. Cause I was sitting here envisioning what you were saying. You said the layout of the book is like text form, like on, like on the phones or whatever. Yes. And you said Not that's even, geared yeah. toward, yeah, and that's geared toward trying to get people or, or at least trying to draw people in that don't usually read books. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, what, where did that idea come from, man? I mean, I used to, it's, it's going to sound bad, I don't know, but, so I, I didn't really start reading up until college, right? Mm. Like, reading, reading. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was like, how can I give somebody something different that's not so daunting and drawn out and a sleeper, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. How do I get yeah. away from that? How do I get away from that? So I wanted yeah. to give a different format. That's why I put um I like poetry and the short stories from my other book, a haiku, spoken word. I like to put different elements into that. And then mm-hmm. my second book was a little more traditional, um, more essay based with spurts of poetry and artwork. And mm-hmm. um this last book I've had I'm working on another one, but this last one I wanted to have it like a a conversation, more of like a dialogue between a bunch of individuals, elders to younger, um, you know, some of my experiences with talking to maybe my, one of my martial arts instructors. Mm-hmm. I try to keep myself out of it. Um, the main, I guess, the character you could say is Adwin, which is my adult name I got from my rites of passage. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of, I try to put a lot of um, names we see in our community. Right. Afri- right. African names. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I try to make that connection heavier. Mm-hmm. So the book, uh, it's a conversations that give messages. You, it's easy to get through, quick to read, um, and it's it's a bit different. So I hope that people get a lot more out of it, and uh, especially the people that don't typically read. I want to push that towards people exactly. and the other books. Exactly. I love it, man. I love it too, man. Sounds real good to me. My man, my man, Dorian, man. As we uh, get to the bleh, get to the close of today's episode, man. There is one final question yes. man that we get out to all of our guests to the buffalo new york family man we are the black man Ventu podcast man we are a mental health based podcast guys where we try to get out both young persons and older persons perspectives yes. on mental health issues yes and this question is a question that we ask every guest that we've had on the show dorian man there's a brother that's listening to this episode that is still thinking about crashing out they're thinking about committing suicide. They're, they're thinking that there is, there's no means to an end. They're thinking, man, about jumping off that bridge. You pick up what I'm putting down. Pretty much, man, what we need from you, Dorian, is to talk to this young brother. It may be a young woman, but somebody, man, of color needs to hear you. Encourage them in the next two to three minutes. Give them something, man, to get them off that bridge, to tell them to put that needle down, to tell them to... Put that gun down, mm-hmm. and my story can hopefully help you live your story, man. What can you tell that young brother, young sister today that may need that two or three minutes from you? I like to say, um, you know, whatever you dealt with at the age of seven in terms of your troubles, it passed. At 10, it passed. At 14, it passed. At 20, it passed. 30, whatever. You know, whatever you once went through, it, you're no longer thinking about it casually. You're no longer, it's no longer something that you're experiencing necessarily. Now, that's not the case for all trauma. But it's very important to go see someone, put that pride to the side, get a professional, find somebody safe. Um, and also do your own little self-help journey you know what i mean find some literature find something you can grapple on to it may be a podcast like this find something that'll help you navigate your troubles a bit or other aspects of yourself to um overcome your problems we, you need information to change we, we can't change without information so fill your head up with something that'll help you overcome the problem 
And the problems are not always easy to overcome, not always easy to get over. But the more you know, the better you're able to do. Fill your head up with information. Seek somebody. Whatever you're going through now, it's happening now, but it will not always be that way. Whatever happened before, it ain't happening now. Hopefully. All right. That's good. Yes, hey, good, man. Man. hey, hey, brother! I tell you what, man. Me and my son, we always after the show, we'll talk about different shows and different aspects of shows, man. Man, we appreciate your angle. The angle that you came from today is 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 a little different. And one thing that makes it different is your age, man. It makes yeah. that angle yeah. a little bit different, man. So, brother, we appreciate you taking time to be on our show this morning, man. And I tell you what. I'm looking forward to hearing better and bigger things from you in the future, man. Cause we like to keep in contact with our uh, yeah. past, uh, uh, past guests, guest, man. Yeah. So we will be hitting you up every now and then, man. And my son, do he does most of that connection type stuff. But he'll let me know, Dorian doing this now. Mm. Hey, man, he doing this now. And I'll be like, yeah, that's good. And also, know this, brother. Prayers will be with you, man. My prayers yeah. will be with you and your endeavors moving forward. Yeah, yes, sir. Dorian, man, before we get off, man, all your social media yeah, handles, man, yeah, can you yeah. can you air that out uh, to our audience? And we'll make sure to put both your website as well as all of the handles in the description of the episode. But just shout that out, man, real quick before we get off. Yes, sir. Instagram, dswjr.18. Uh, there's also an account that is dswjr.22. Well, you can find another one. I can add that one extra. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook. Dorian, D-O-R-I-A-N, W-J-R, Dorian, W-J-R, for mm-hmm. Facebook, LinkedIn, my full name, Dorian, Scott Withrow Jr., Withrow, W-I-T-H-R-O-W-J-R, Dorian Withrow Jr., that should probably be fine. Um, and that's all I'd like to share, check out the website, check out what mm-hmm. I got to offer, Yes, Keep listening to this podcast. I appreciate what they're doing. And um, yeah, that's it for me. Much love, man. Yeah, Much yes, love sir. to the Buffalo, New York family, man. Greetings yeah. from Nashville, from Tennessee. The from the Veal, Nashville, man. Tennessee, man. Dorian, thank you, man, for being such a great, great guest on oh, the show, thank bro. you, man. Yeah, thank you for reaching out to us, too, man, because I hope somebody will listen to this podcast and see that we're not just geared to one demographic uh, uh, as far as areas concerned. And we're also not geared to just one group of communities, man. Right. We will speak to any community, man. But right. of course, we're two black men, so that's when we call it Black Men Vent 2. But we're here for any community, anybody that wants to talk and tell their story that connects with mental health to help us all be better men and women as we continue to move through society man and live our lives man so thank you again brother dorian man much love to you and again much love to anything that you do in the positive you know as far as your future is concerned man and man look man if i need somebody butt kick down here in nashville i know who to call (laughs) 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 we talked about conflict resolution skills man yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. Wait, well, hey, man. As we always say in Nashville, man, when we do a show, until next week, Nashville is a wrap, and also in New York, it's a wrap. 
black man don't get trapped. Another good episode, man, of the baddest podcast in Nashville. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't with what you can, guys. All the way up in Buffalo, New York. What's up, y'all? Make sure y'all tap in with the Black Men Vent 2 podcast. Hey, Dorian, that was... What's going on, Nashville? We want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. As mentioned earlier in today's episode, we want to make sure that we give honor and thanks to the sponsors of Black Men Ventu. Our sponsor for today's episode is none other than Mr. Tony Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins, we thank you for investing into the Black Men Ventu podcast. If you would like to be announced as a sponsor during our episodes give us an email at blackmenvent the number two at yahoo.com again if you would like to financially help and sponsor black men vent to please email us at b-l-a-c-k-m-e-n-v-e-n-t the number two at yahoo.com this has been another episode of the black men vent to podcast. Good morning.